Okay, kids, let's go. Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking? Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day, Galaxy! Yeah, that's how I'm feeling today. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. This is an update. This is the first update we've ever done. We don't do news. We're not a news show. But here I am, nonetheless. This is Commander Cody. Mopar is non-existent on this fine afternoon slash evening, but uh, we were getting some new news about Celebration. I was like, you know, we don't ever, we never do news. We don't do updates. We don't do things like that on the show. It might be nice to pop in every once in a while and um, go over what's going on in the Star Wars updates, the Star Wars news, the Star Wars goodness. So this is the first of these ventures. So hope everybody's doing good. No beer with me today. I'm just chilling, drinking some uh, Le Croix, Le Croix. I don't know how you pronounce that shit. The the Crocs, some lime, LaCroix. Got some laundry going around in the background. I got some dogs running around the house. So if you hear some background noise, that's it. Um, But yeah, so thanks for tuning in. Star Wars Celebration updates. As of yesterday, people started getting their badges in the mail. Uh, Still have not got ours. Have not even gotten the shipping confirmation email, which actually has me kind of worried. But badges started to arrive yesterday um, and earlier this week. And as people were registering their badges, so you can register the badge online. As they register, they were greeted with a message from ReadPop about the lines, about queuing in the lines, overnight lines, lottery tickets to get into panels, things like that. So I saw this first from Star Wars Explained, but everybody that's been registering their badge online has shared the same image basically um so i'm gonna go through that quickly and then today we got some updates from on the actual star wars website same thing just with a little more information um and another panel that's been announced so so people are greeted with this screen when they register the badge it says unlock even more at star wars celebration by activating your badge and downloading the official celebration mobile app coming soon in parentheses you'll enjoy these cool enhancements to your star wars celebration experience and more and then it has a bullet point list of a few things. Uh, no need to guess if you'll make it into a panel. Lightspeed virtual panel reservations are offered via the app. And then use the Lightspeed lane virtual queuing option and let the app wait in line for you. And then interact with show features and exhibitors. Take advantage of exclusive merchandise pickup. Enter manage lotteries for exhibitor exclusives, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, and then photo ops and autograph reservations, all the same thing. So... On uh, first glance, this seems really cool. So the next panel on this image uh, is a few like reminders and disclaimers, certain restrictions for stuff that you're allowed to bring in when you're waiting in line. So folding chairs, beanbags, stools, seats, beds, all that shit is not allowed while you're waiting in line unless it's medically necessary. And any props, costumes, packages, bags, or anything that is on an external, what does it say? Which requires an external means of conveyance, such as a dolly or a rolling bin. So if you have a crate of shit 
you can't have that with you basically it's got to be in a backpack or a bag that you're actually carrying in order to fit it in so i think for most people that's fine like if you're wearing jedi robes and you have a lightsaber you're good and then if you have anything more than that you're probably an exhibitor if you have like a bunch of luggage and stuff so looks like they're being a little more restrictive and if we're not waiting in line overnight then chairs and tauntaun beds and sleeping bags aren't really necessary anyways so it makes sense and then the big thing is the important information about the queue lines. It says overnight lines are not permitted at Star Wars Celebration. Queuing is permitted for the Celebration show floors beginning at 8 a.m. on Thursday. And that day the show opens at 1. And beginning at 6 a.m. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And on those days, I believe the show floor opens at 10. So there's a four-hour gap there from when people can actually start lining up to when the show floor opens. And then it also says queuing for the Wind Trust Arena begins at the time advertised on that panel's reservation confirmation. And I think that is a separate arena from the rest of the convention hall. And that's for the big ones, like the Episode 9 panel, Phantom Menace panel, things like that. Um, I haven't looked at a map yet. I don't know the exact layout of this. So the, the one thing that it says here with the Wind Trust Arena and having things on a separate room, that has me a little worried just because it's already confusing. And if the bigger panels are happening in a different building that you have to first get into that building for and then get a panel reservation for, that has me a little iffy. But in general, the good thing is for grumpy fans like us and old people like Steve Kirk and the other guys in the Commonwealth, uh, no overnight lines. So we don't have to worry about it. The issue that a lot of people are having is one, well, overnight lines were kind of fun. Uh, it kind of sucked, but... All the Star Wars fans were suffering with this together and you get to meet friends in line and talk to cool people. And I know when we were waiting in Orlando, Ryan Johnson came out at like 3 a.m. was signing autographs for people. So we got a picture and an autograph, which is dope because I wasn't going to wait in line for regular autographs. So uh, so it was cool overall. I'm glad that we did it once, but I'm not excited to do it again. And to hear that overnight lines are not permitted at all, I think is a good move. Now, what has me super worried is that queuing is permitted for the Star Wars Celebration show floor beginning at 8 a.m. on Thursday and 6 a.m. Friday to Monday. So my question is, what's going to happen when Star Wars fans line up to get in the line at 6 a.m. on Friday to get into the show floor? That's what has me worried because we can't all arrive precisely at 6 a.m. if we want to get in line. So I have a feeling that I don't know if it's going to be overnight or if it's going to be like 3 a.m. or 4 a.m., people are going to be starting to show up to get in line. Um, and I just don't know how they're going to handle that. So that's what has me a little concerned. Um, now, I've never been to Chicago. If it's anything like Ohio, and I believe it is similar in weather, we don't know what the weather is going to be because it's unpredictable. Um, in Ohio, when it's April, we could have snow or it could be 75 degrees. So we really don't know. So I think they're being more particular about the overnight lines in regards to the weather, because if it's, you know, 35 degrees and you're right on the water there and you're trying to line up and wait outside for eight hours overnight, obviously that's not a good situation for anybody. So I've seen posts and uh, comments from people before this came out saying that Chicago PD was going to be restrictive with letting people line up. Uh, so that's probably playing a part in this. But like I said, Star Wars fans are crazy. So... I have a feeling people are going to try to get in line for the 6 a.m. line to get into the thing, to get in the line. Because uh, that's what we saw 
at the last celebration. So we'll see how that works. But overall, very excited about the announcement that they at least have some sort of game plan. I think that was the main issue in Orlando. It was like, yes, it was unorganized, but at the end of the day, uh, an event that's this huge is going to be a little hectic no matter what. But it just felt like nobody there had a plan. Like I had a media badge and I was trying to get into places where I was supposed to be able to get into and was told that I had to wait just like I had a regular badge. And I mean, I guess it's not a huge deal. That's me kind of complaining. I'm glad I got a media badge in the first place. But at the same time, what's the point of the badge if I can't if I can't see a few extra things? You know what I mean? I want to take advantage of it if I could. And then we've talked about on the show. Obviously, we waited in line for the last Jedi panel overnight and did not even get in. And I think the reason that was so annoying was that there was no information whatsoever. Like, we had never been to Celebration. I didn't know there was overflow theaters or anything like that. Like, if we had known, like, if they had a, a, a mount, if they had counted the line and they knew, okay, when we get to this person, that's max capacity for the theater. And then they would announce, everybody after this, you're getting into one of the overflow theaters. I feel like we would have gotten out of line and went, around, went about our business. Um, so all that to say, it's going to be hectic no matter what, but no one on the staff knowing what the plan is or what the rules are and what the game plan is supposed to be, that's the real issue. So it seems like they're at least thinking ahead and they have a plan for this one. So that part is good. So these came out yesterday, as I said, as people were uh, scanning and registering their passes for celebration. And then today, StarWars.com has a post about uh, the exact details about this. So the app is called Lightspeed. Uh, and the article here says, StarWars.com is excited to announce Lightspeed virtual panel reservations and Lightspeed lane virtual queuing presented by ThinkGeek. These are new systems that will make access to Celebration Chicago's biggest panels, show store, and exhibitor exclusives easier than ever before. And then there's a full list of details. It's a full article. I'm going to skim through this and kind of summarize. So fans will be able to use Lightspeed virtual panel reservations to reserve admission for themselves and any additional tickets they purchased on their original order for panels all weekend long at Star Wars Celebration Chicago. Okay, so first things first. Admission for themselves and any additional tickets they purchased on their original order. So that has me worried because what if you're going in a group? Our group has grown from three people to eight people. And then there's also a few other guys in the Commonwealth that are going to be there with us too. So what happens when half of us get in and half of us don't? That's kind of annoying. If I had known this, I would have just shelled out the cash and got eight to 10 tickets on one order so that they're all combined together. Maybe that's what we'll do next year. But uh, yeah, I mean, this would suck if we all try to get in the lottery and, you know, we're going as a group. So if only half of us can make it, um, that's just kind of shitty. And then what if, I don't know, what if we all put our names in just for the sake of it and then Mopar gets uh, available to get into the one panel and he doesn't even want to go. And then, I don't know, can you like, can you trade access to the lottery after the fact? I don't know. Uh, continuing on the article, this new panel reservation process will include an advanced lottery for all morning panels and celebration stage at the Wind Trust, as well as the Galaxy and Twin Sun stages, which will be streaming the morning panels. So those are the two overflow, um, like auxiliary panels, I would say, or auxiliary, um, what's the fucking word? Stages, theaters, rooms, whatever. And then here we go. Lightspeed virtual panel reservations provide peace of mind and eliminate the need for fans to camp out overnight. 
so they say. Fans who win a lottery for admission to the first panels each morning will know what seating section they are assigned to in advance of the show, so there's no need to queue up early. Oh, there we go. So that answers the 6 a.m., 8 a.m. question, kind of. Oh, no, it doesn't, because that's to get into the hall in the first place. This is exactly for the, the Wintrust Arena panels. Uh, but that's dope. So they're going to basically just assign you a seat at random. I think that's pretty fair, you know? Um, there's no one that's, like, going to be psycho and wait 24 hours in line and get the best seat. It's all just kind of randomized, and I think that's fair. There's really no good way to do this. It's going to be a shit show regardless. So this is as fair as they can make it. I'm assuming we will see it in action. Um, yeah, so for the safety and comfort of all fans as we continue on, overnight queuing is not permitted at Chicago or at the Wintrust Arena. So basically nowhere. So overnight is just out of the question altogether. And they even put in here, we understand some attendees enjoy the community aspect of staying overnight with their fellow fans. And there will be plenty of evening events to keep Celebration Party going, including the multi-fan club bash, Second City's Rogue Punt, and the continue, continue, continue. Basically, they're just trying to make their case for why they're doing this. And I'm cool with that. You know, it makes sense. Uh, and it looks like they're going to be, you're able to reserve admission in those two overflow stages as well without a lottery. So maybe if you don't get the lottery, then you can just jump into one of those overflow ones and you'll be good to go. So the issue with the app and I, what I've heard complaints about and what I was also worried about was when they announced that it was going to be run through an app. I think my first thought was, okay, at 12 a.m. Eastern time on this day, the app is going to open and as quickly as you can sign up is how you will get assigned uh, your seating arrangement. So everybody flo like flooding the app with traffic all at one time obviously is going to crash it. But what they're saying instead is there's a, um, there's a stretch of time where you can submit for particular panels and events. And once that time period closes, then they will um, draw the lottery at random. So Thursday, March 28th through Wednesday, April 3rd, you must enter the lottery in that time frame before midnight central time on Wednesday, April 3rd. The time in which you enter a lottery has no impact on your chance at winning the lottery. It's literally random. And then once you get selected, you must claim your reservation before midnight central time on April 5th. So this, I think, solves a lot of the issues that I saw floating around and a lot of issues that I had with the app idea. Uh, because I remember seeing when they were announcing some of the exclusive pins and shirts and stuff that you could enter for ahead of time. Everyone was trying to get on the app as soon as possible and it was crashing it and they had issues with that. And I think that happened when the... Um, with the Jedi Master VIP tickets when the tickets in general went on sale early on. So that issue, that would be really frustrating for it to be random and for you not to be able to get in because their site went down. And then that's when there's no backup plan for that. And then how are they going to fix it? And everybody's going to be pissed at that point. This way, everybody has a week to go onto the app, reserve what you want to do. And I would assume by Thursday, March 28th, when this opens, that we're going to know what all the panels are. Uh, and I'm going to talk about that in quite a, in a second as well, because I don't think every single thing has been confirmed for certain days and certain times. So it's also a little iffy trying to make an itinerary and like a schedule for what we want to go see when we don't know exactly what is going to be planned. 
So again, Thursday, March 28th to Wednesday, April 3rd. You have a six-day window. I guess it is full seven days. To enter the lotteries. Panel reservation confirmations, as I continue on here, can only be redeemed once. So they cannot be duplicated or shared. Once your QR code is scanned upon entry to a stage, there's one of the dogs I was talking about, it is invalidated for entry again. You must enter the email address or confirmation code used to purchase your Star Wars Celebration badge to sign up for a panel lottery or sorry, or check the status of a previous lottery entry. You only need to have a valid email address. I'll share this in the show notes so you can read the whole fucking thing for yourself because I'm not going to ramble on forever. Um, but yeah, so it's not transferable. That part kind of sucks. Um, that's actually kind of unfortunate to hear. Looks like there's also some info about exhibitor exclusives because exhibitors, I think, have a different set of exclusive things that they can do uh, rather than general fans since they're already there and they're getting in early and they can basically do whatever the hell they want. Uh, so we'll skip over that for now since we're not exhibiting. And then here we go with the Lightspeed Lane Virtual Queuing. So it says, we are also providing fans the ability to use Lightspeed Lane Virtual Queuing to reserve a time to shop in the Celebration Store without the need to stand in line. Fans will use the Celebration mobile app to reserve a window of time that they will be allowed to use the Lightspeed Lane entrance to the store. Simply show up at your reserved time and you can go directly into the store. Now, that is good news. So I did not buy anything uh, at Celebration in Orlando. I don't think I bought a single thing. I got a free poster and I got a tattoo and that was it. Um, and it wasn't because I didn't want anything. It was because the exclusive stuff, the line was longer than the autograph line and I just wasn't about to do that. So to know that you can just take a window of time that's convenient for you and based around your schedule uh, and then just pop into the store and get what you want, I think that's awesome. I think that's a great solution. And I don't see any issue there. Now, like I said, I've never stood in line for uh, the exclusives like I have for the panel. So it could be, this could be something that I'm missing, but that sounds like a good fix. Uh, and then disclaimer at the bottom, you must have a valid badge and you must activate your badge and you must have the app. App's coming soon. I think it's still loaded with the Orlando information. So there must be an update happening soon. What I'm concerned about is what happens if I don't get my... Uh, so March 28th is in a week. The lottery opens in one week. I haven't even gotten the shipping confirmation for my badge. So what happens when my badge doesn't get here by the 28th and I can't register it and I can't get in the app to enter the lottery? That's that's really going to piss some people off, including me. It's hard to make me mad about Star Wars unless you're talking about Battlefront. But yeah, that's going to be... That's going to be rough if there's any delays like that. Hmm. Well, overall, um, I think this is all positive changes. Uh, we try to look at new updates and changes like this in a positive light first before we, you know, complain about it or talk about the issues. But, you know, overall, I think these are good changes. So I'm excited for uh, not sleeping on concrete in 60 degree AC cranking. Uh, overnight with people lightsaber doing with each other and almost murdering themselves. So I am looking forward to this. Uh, we have a lot planned for this celebration. I want to see a lot of panels. I'm getting another tattoo. Uh, I know we have the Friday night after party that we're doing at Motor Road Brewing around the corner. We have the casino night. So there's a lot of stuff going on. And it's good to know that I'll be able to at least plan out a little bit more 
than we did last time, which was very scattered and very random. So overall, I'm excited about this. I'm looking forward to it. So uh, the other thing that was announced today is that there is a Mandalorian panel confirmed, and that is obviously going to be hosted by John Favreau and Dave Filoni. And this one is happening Sunday at 11 a.m., so April 14th at 11. And this is, of course, on the celebration stage. It's one of the big ones. So it looks like so far we have the episode nine panel on on Friday, the Mandalorian on Sunday, and the, uh, episode one twentieth anniversary on Monday. I don't know what's happening on Saturday yet. Um, I I, I might have missed something, so I might need to go back through uh, the website here and see if there's anything that I overlooked. But it would be nice to, you know, have a plan for all these things. But I'm glad that's announced. That's obviously the. The next thing that's coming up besides episode nine and besides Fallen Order. Ooh, that's the other one. Fallen Order. Maybe that's what's happening on Saturday. See, I answer my own questions. Boom. There we go. Nothing to worry about. So yeah, I'm geek for the Mandalorian. Mopar's geek for the Mandalorian. We're looking forward to that shit. And the panel, if we can get into it, haha, should be great. So in general, those are the updates. Thanks for chilling. Um, let, let me know if you like this. Yeah, if news drops and we should jump on the mic and ramble about some things really quick. Let me know if you dig that. And maybe we'll do this more often. But uh, that's the information. Check StarWars.com for the full details. Check the show notes. I'll have the links in there. Also, if you are coming to Celebration, please make sure to find us and say hello. We have an after party happening Friday evening at Motor Road Brewing, which is just a block or two away from the convention center from McCormick. So it's a quick walk, 10-minute walk. We'll have some beer there. We'll do some live, live podcasting. Um, and we'll have some friends and fellow Star Wars nerds there. So come check that out and say, hey, if you can't make that, uh, find us. I'm getting a tattoo at some point. So stumble by the tattoo booth, uh, catch us outside of a panel or something like that. Find us. Make sure you say hey, because we want to see you guys and gals, androids. So, all right, that's it. Commander's out. Catch you later. <laughs>